Hey, welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. This is Mary Bicknell, former psychotherapist turned badass success coach for women entrepreneurs who are ready to bust through any average, anything common, and finally create a life and a business where you can do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. Ready? Let's go. How are you today? I am so thrilled out of my mind to bring you this series called Money and You. So for the next four weeks, we're going to talk about money and you, all things related to money, all things related to you, all things about your abundance. So if you're watching this, wherever you're watching this on video, or you're listening to this, remember, you get to decide to lead a life uncommon. And being able to be financially independent is uncommon for women. Let's be real. So this entire month, the month of April, which in the United States is, oh my God, our tax month. So you're looking at your taxes and you're like, holy shit, I've either, I'm paying a lot of taxes. I've made a lot of money. I've not made a lot of money. We're going to talk about profitability, your mindset, how to clean up your thinking around it. My goal ultimately for this series and the research that I've done and is to help you help, help you feel free, be sovereign. And it's not just money for the sake of money. It's so that you have all the opportunities that you want out of life and opportunities that you don't even know are possible because you've not even allowed yourself to have the kind of money that will create new opportunities. And those opportunities will create new opportunities. And those are, might be things that you can't even see, which is logical, right? There's so many things that I'm going to be doing that I like when I've done whatever those things are, that they've created this ripple effect, these open doors, these open windows, right? All of the things. And that's what I want for you. You know, my mission in helping you lead a life uncommon is so that you are not average Sally Joe. And if you're listening and you're watching, you already know that about yourself. Somewhere inside, you already know that. And you feel called and pulled and propelled and pressed and elated and full of trepidation and all the feelings. And yet there's something inside that is calling you forward for more to give more, to be more, to do more, to allow for more. And in this Money and You series over the next four weeks, my goal is that you have a transformation, a aha, a breakthrough that literally will crack you wide open to the amazingness of life. So welcome, welcome, welcome pulling my notes up here too. This is episode 72. And this week one, we're going to be talking about prosperity and abundance. Do you believe in it? Right? Do you believe? And if you haven't listened to episode 71, I want to encourage you to listen to that. So episode 71 is actually an entire lesson from my foundations program, which is a business foundational program for people who are transitioning into their own business and transitioning out of one arena into a new arena, whether that's you're um, a clinician or a therapist and you want to go into coaching or consulting or you're a service-based provider and you're ready to really, um, get the pillars of a foundational business solid, 
And this is also something that I really coach on and teach on inside the 5% Club. The 5% Club is my mastermind that helps you get to earning to the top 5% of earners in the United States, 300 to $500,000 a year, 25,000 to $41,000 a month. That is life-changing. So we're going to talk about the difference between having a lot of money that's life-changing and being a millionaire or not. The biggest piece of this puzzle and specifically around prosperity and abundance is what does that look like for you? And over these next four episodes, you will be clearer. You will be clear and I hopefully you'll be inspired. Not hopefully. I'm going to remove that because I just had a podcast the other day on hope, right? I'm not hopeful you will be inspired. I am 100% positive you will. You will hear things you've never heard before and have thoughts that you've never heard before. Come out for yourself. So the entire month of April, we're talking about money. So go over and also follow me over on Instagram at Mary Bicknell B. Bold. I'm going to... Uh, have daily stories and tips, exercises. So today, let's get started. I'm going to start with this, reminding you that you are in charge. You're in charge. You're 100% responsible for where you are today. You're 100% responsible for making shit happen, epic shit in your life. And episode 71, when I was sharing the results formula, literally, it is literally one of a lesson. Like I literally uploaded a real live lesson that's in that program. And it's like part one. I teach this several times in that program and other things too. Um, that results formula is a cognitive behavioral tool. It's the results formula. It's how to help you get results. It's a man manifestation tool. It's a before and after tool. It's a cause and effect tool. And having money is the result of doing things differently, feeling differently, thinking differently, no matter what your circumstances have been. Today, I want to help you borrow my belief for a minute. And maybe you already are, you have all the money that you want. And I know that at every new level of income or business success, something else comes up, something else we have to transform or we have to work through no matter how much self-work we've done. It's like, sometimes I'm even like, God damn, I thought I had already worked on this. And here it is again, or here it is just subtly different, right? I want you to think about your life as like a diamond, right? And when we work together and I'm speaking and I, I want you to think about, I'm just turning the diamond of your life so that you can see different facets and the sun hitting it and, and rainbow and the prism and, and having it shift, having a shift and recognizing that every new stage of life and every new um, success and every new event in your life will shift the diamond of your life. And if you are uncommon, you are actually paying attention. Most people settle for less than what's possible for them. Most people are good enough with average and it takes courage to lead a life uncommon. It takes bravery. It takes stepping off of the, the path that may somebody else may have been given to, given to you. And that is especially true around money, the money stories. The money stories that we carry around. So this week, we're talking about prosperity and abundance. Week number two, we're talking about financial dependence. You and your relationship with a partner. 
or your business or gender issues and roles. Week number three, we're going to talk about business success. Do you have an income ceiling? What is your profitability? And whether you have a business or not, you need to listen to it because it's going to shake you up with your professional life. And week number four, I'm going to help you write your own money story. So this series is a four-part series. So if you're listening to this like some other year than 2022, it's still all good. This is all is timeless. This is all timeless learning and principles. So let's start out that although you don't need this from me, I'm going to offer it to you. I'm going to offer to give you permission for wealth. I'm going to inspire you, encourage you, press you to borrow my belief. It's all possible. I also want to give you permission to know math. Okay. What do I even mean by that? You know, so many people, so many women come to me and they're like, Mary, I just don't know numbers. I'm not good at numbers. I don't really like math. Like, look, I'm not like calculus. Like my daughter, River, she's like really mathy. She, my husband, John, and she, even when they were like walking to kindergarten, he would ask her like, what's the cube root of nine or whatever. I like, I can't even talk that language. That's his own language. That's not what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about know your math, when it comes to money, if you know, one plus one equals say it with me two, then, you know, math. And by the way, money is math. $1 plus $1 equals say it with me, $2. $1,000 plus $1,000 equal, say it with me, $2,000. So you know math and you better love math because math is money. Money is math. Numbers are math. Numbers are money. So I give you permission right now to let that old bullshit story that you're not good at math because that's what most of us have been told. Most of us women are like, men do math, we do English. I don't know if y'all been following me for a while and you're on my email list, you know that sometimes my punctuation is not probably like English right. I want to give you permission to be a badass moneymaker in your household. Be the badass moneymaker in your household. And we will be talking about this in week number two about financial dependence and traditional quote. And I'm air quoting here. If you don't see me on video, traditional roles of moneymakers. And finally, starting this off today is I want to give you permission to want a lot of money just because you freaking want a lot of money. You want a lot of money just because. Now you're just because could be that you want to change the financial legacy of your entire family, that you want to write a check so that you can build a well in some country that doesn't have water easily accessible. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you want to buy a thousand thousand dollar pair of shoes. It doesn't matter. You get to give yourself permission to want money just because you want money. And for those of you who are triggered and in the eye, like just to help people, I just want to help people. I'm going to encourage you to reconsider what you're actually saying. When you say, when women say to me, I just want to help people, somehow they've conflated helping people means not making a lot of money. And that's wrong. I want to help you see that when you make a lot of money, you have the opportunity to help more people, including, by the way, yourself and your family. 
I'm a huge proponent with my clients and my, as much as I want them, their clients, right, that, that I want to work with them so that they can help their clients. My number one priority is them and helping their family first and changing that mental dynamic. When we think, oh, you know, I, I just, I only want to work with people who really can't afford it because I, I want to provide a service to people who can't afford it. So I'm not going to charge a lot. And then that's some kind of, you know, there's some valor there. Here's the truth. So if some of you know, you know, I'm a clinical social worker by background and I've worked in every industry within the mental health and social work field. So I've worked with the poorest of poor people and I understand, but the, the lesson here is me making less money does not do them any good. Me being poorer doesn't help poorer people. If I make more money, I can employ people that can help whomever I want. I can, I am creating, I am um, giving to the economy. I can write a check for whatever I want. I can, I can employ, I can hire people. So I want to encourage you to contemplate, contemplate that your badge of honor that you don't make a lot of money because you're committed to helping poor people is just a thought and perhaps even a thought error, a, a mistake in thinking because you've not done the money work. You've not done the mental money work. You've not done the mental mindset work. You've not done the mental breakthrough work about, huh? I could still make, I could make a lot of money and then I could hire 20 people to help all the poor people that I want to help. Now let's get back to, you want to make a lot of money just because you do. You want to make a lot of money because you want to have two houses. You want to make a lot of money just because you want to whatever. In the 5% club mastermind, I'm talking to you about making 300 to $500,000 and working less. This is not like work. And the, the hard work and grind yourself just for the sake of having money. No, it's you make money and it gives you all these other opportunities, which includes working less. The goal here is work less. Or actually, let me rephrase that. The goal here is to be in control of your time and use it the way you choose to. And I want to offer to you when you make more money, it allows you to have different opportunities. Maybe you want to work three days a week. Maybe you want to work every day. That is like it. But here's the thing. It gives you the choice to not the have to. Let me say that again. Money gives you choices, not has like you have to. I have to work. I have to pay my bills. I have to. No. When you're making more money and you learn that skill and you change your concept around money, then you have the choices like, oh, I want to work more. For example, I just got back from Maui and I did a, I did a call with one of my programs while I was sitting next to the beach. And this is not like laptop lifestyle, go work on the beach. Although that's literally what I was doing. It was like at the resort, I had my little computer there. Did it bother me that I took an hour out to have a, a call? No, it was my choice. I created a business that gave me choices. I could have easily just brought in somebody to have that call, but I wanted to do it. It gives you choices. Oh, we can do so much around this. I want you just to pause for a second. I want you to really consider what could change in your life if you were earning twenty-five dollars to $41,000 a month. What would change in your life 
for yourself and your family if you earned $300,000 to $500,000. Why I'm saying this is because not everybody necessarily wants to do the work around making a million dollars, $10 million, $20 million, right? When we think about some successful women, look, sure, we can look at Oprah or Martha Stewart or Sarah Blakely or, or a variety of these huge, amazing, dynamic women who are just like blow my mind with what they've created. And yet you can still lead a life uncommon with much smaller numbers and they can radically change everything. And I'm going to tell you, that most millionaires, by the way, are self-employed. They're self-employed. They own a business. They are salespeople. They're selling something. So what do you have that you can sell? So if some of you are like, I don't like sales. So that's bullshit. You got to get over that. I mean, everybody's selling something. We're all selling. You can be it, it, just like when you're thinking those people who have a lot of money are assholes. You, you might be thinking those salespeople are assholes. Look, assholes are assholes whether they have a lot of money or not. Money only expands who you are. If you're a generous, loving, amazing person, guess what you're going to do with that money? You're going to be generous and kind and amazing with it. If you were an asshole, if you were that kid in eighth grade who was an asshole, guess what? You, if you make a lot of money, you're probably still going to be that person. Obviously, that's not what I'm about. I want you to do something that you love doing and make a lot of money so that you can change your life and others. And part of doing that is to learn the skill of owning your own business and selling something of value that people already want and are already buying, by the way. And we're really going to talk a lot more about this in week number three, the value of what you offer. What can you sell? So let's start right now, though. Let's talk a little bit about um, poverty mindset versus lack mindset. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about abundance and prosperity and what that means too. But I want you to understand the difference between poverty mindset and a lack mindset. It's so important because some people could get really stuck on here. So let me give you the definition of a poverty mindset. That is a noun that states a condition of having little or no monies, goods, or means of support. Poverty has been associated with poor health, low levels of skills and ability or unwillingness to work, all these poverty things. And look, I'm a social worker, so please, I, I completely understand that not everybody has been born into the same place where we have an opportunity. But I am also a big believer that money is neutral and many opportunities are neutral. Lack. Here's the difference between poverty and lack. Lack is just a deficiency, an absence of something that's needed, desirable. So for example, you could have a lack of skill all around being able to build a business, a lack of skill on selling something. So having a lack mindset allows you to recognize, oh, there's the absence of something, but the absence of something I can have. But when you have a poverty mindset, it's the difference between a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. A poverty mindset is you're staying stuck mired in it. You're mired in it. A, a lack, when you recognize that, oh, I'm lacking the skill. Just even saying I'm lacking the skill, you've acknowledged the possibilities. So which one are you focused on? 
Lack is an area that you're just missing something and you can make up for that. Poverty is right up there with blaming or not having room for growth. So do you get caught up in the thoughts that you can't do something? Or do you get caught up in the thought of you have an opportunity? These are critical things. People who have money and wealth, we look at opportunities versus obstacles. Wealth mindset, poor mindset. Success mindset, not success mindset. What are the opportunities here? We're analyzing the opportunities. We're not fixated on what are the obstacles. Successful people, we're focused on what are the growth, what's growth here versus what's the loss? What am I going to lose if I do that? What am I going to gain? I'm thinking like, well, how am I going to grow? You know, I'm all about evolving as a woman and growth is, is such a fundamental, like core part of who I am. And all of my clients, same thing. We want to grow even in the face of fear, being on our edge of our own evolution. And especially when it comes to, to like freedom, successful and wealthy people, we look at what are the rewards and we really focus on the rewards versus the risk. So many times, I want you to hear this. So many times women are averse to risk. And it's because of how we've been raised. I want you to think about this for a minute. Little Bobby is on the playground and he's like jungle gymming all over the freaking place. And his mom probably is not saying, be careful, little Bobby. His dad isn't saying, be careful, son, while you're doing the monkey bars. No, but Sally Jane, her mom might even be saying, no, don't get up there. You're going to get hurt. Be careful. I don't know if you would do that. Be a good girl. We have been raised as women to think we're not good at math. We shouldn't take risks. Risks is a masculine thing. And that's our masculine energy and all that bullshit. No. Wealthy and successful people. We're looking at, we, we, we go through life with an expectation of success. Now, maybe in the beginning, and maybe as you grow and you hit new levels, there's, there's some like, oh, there's some fear. But we work through the fear. We do it anyhow. People who have success, it's not like they're fearless. It's they've learned how to move. They, they, they've learned to lean on courage more than they lean on our fear. As opposed to people who have not have success, they look at it like, well, I'm, what if I fail? They have an expectation of failure. As opposed to an expectation of success. That I don't know if I can do it versus I just, I know I can't do it. Every single thing that we've ever done is something that we've never done. And sure, we might fail at it. I'm more willing to have multiple failures, if you will, multiple like losses on my way to massive, crazy, amazing success. It's, it's always boggling to me when people think, when people tell me, right, one of the, like, the blind spots that I talk about, there's five blind spots. And one of them is the fear of failure. And I'm like, but it's unrealistic to actually think that you're going to succeed at something that you've never done before until you succeed at it. If you've never done it before, like, how do you know you're going to fail unless you decide you're going to fail? 
You have to decide, you have to have that level of expected success, knowing that failure comes until success, right? Are we making choices based on fear? Like staying in a bad relationship, not increasing your rates, not making investments in mentorship, not making an investment in something in your business, in the stock market and NFTs, which I know nothing about, which I'm not here to talk about. Um, and, and real estate, like, well, what if I, what if I buy a property and it's not great? Okay. What did you learn? How can you turn what you learned and, and take that return on investment of learning into the next thing? Right. Where is it not being all in or not fully exciting that you're going to be successful being in a state of I'm going to try versus being in the state of I will accomplish it. And this all gets down to belief. And we have to think about when we think about prosperity and abundance, like what do you believe? What do you think about prosperity? What do you think about abundance? Is it only for the chosen few or is it for the few who choose it? Is prosperity for someone else? Is it abundance for someone else? I'm going to offer to you that the universe, there's more than enough in the universe for all people all over the entire globe to be well-fed, well like to have all their needs met. Now, granted, there's been plenty, there's plenty of people who are born into oppressive regimes and places where they're not having the same um easily accessible opportunity, but abundance is still there. In fact, I want you to consider the idea of like, not just prosperity and abundance, but overflow. Are you overflowing with prosperity? Are you overflowing with abundance? Do you see abundance everywhere? Do you see that you have the opportunity to be prosperous? Do you believe because if you don't believe, you're never going to see it. So the first thing I want to offer to you is belief is, is your primary focus right now. Being a woman who completely believes in prosperity, believes in abundance, even if you don't know exactly how you will create it for yourself, you have to believe that it's available. If it's just for other people, you're constantly going to be pushing it away. Because let's get some facts here. More than 90% of all millionaires are self-made. In other words, more than 90% of all millionaires started with zero. Me. I'm the only one in my family that has the level of wealth that I have. No one in my family went to college. No one in my family owns their own business. So no one in my family was like, here's 20 million bucks. Here's, no. What is my point with this? This is something that you can learn. Do you believe that you can learn how to have prosperity and abundance? Do you believe it's already there? Do you believe it's available to you? Here's the truth. This is why I'm so committed to this and so passionate about you having financial sovereignty as a woman. 16.4% of women are on the poverty level. I don't know about you, but that terrifies the shit out of me. It doesn't, it, let me rephrase that. Actually, let me be transparent and rephrase this. There was a time in my life that scared me. 
I think I've told the tale about my aunt Becky, you know, I was raised my aunt Becky. She would say to me, like, I just want to, I just don't want to eat cat food when I'm old. I want you to think about that. How low is that bar? When I said to you that week number four, we're going to rewrite your money story. It's some of this, like things that have been programmed into you in your subconscious that you might not even recognize that you're playing out. You know, in my family, my mom, at the end of every month, she would sequester herself for God knows how many hours to like take, like literally take her checkbook and balance it to the zero, to the, to the, like the, to the penny. I don't do that. Now I love my QuickBooks and all that, but I'm not focused on the penny. I'm focused on the opportunity to create more. I'm focused on the opportunity to have my money work for me. It's two completely different ways of being in the world. There's 13.5% of women who are millionaires. There's millionaires happening. Let me see how long have I been talking? I've been talking to you for almost 30 minutes. And in that time frame, there have been dozens of people who have become a millionaire. Women-owned businesses make up the vast majority of these, of millionaires. Here's another statistic that is really like in your face as one mom to another. And if you're not a mom, I'm sorry. Okay. It's totally fine. But like, get this anyhow. 70% of U.S. moms can expect to be the primary financial provider in their home before their children turn 18. 70%. More and more and more and more women are the financial earners of their family. And what I know to be true is, and we're going to talk about this actually next week. That's why next week is so imperative to listen to about financial dependence. While it's true that there are more than more than half the women are the primary breadwinners. I want to offer to you that you could probably be making even more if you worked through any of the programming about dependency, any of the programming around gender roles and issues. And a lot of people have worked through that. So I'm not saying that that you you haven't. I wanna offer to you that it's sneaky and that our subconscious is running the show so much and so much of our programming around money and being the primary breadwinner and what should you do as the good woman of the household and all of the things impacts your ability to make even more money. Have you, here's an example of what we'll be talking about. Have you hit an income ceiling because someone in your, maybe the, the, your father, this is okay. This is what happened to me. I'll just be transparent. There was a time where it was like, literally I couldn't make more money than my dad. I just, just like something about that. Like in my house, it was like the man made the money. That's the way it is. So if I made more money than my dad, my stepfather, then like that was bad. So it's like unconscious, all this unconscious program, this my subconscious running the show. And all the research that I've done is going to blow your mind around financial dependence and your relationship and gender roles, traditional quote, air quote, traditional roles. But in the meantime, today, what I want to offer to you, here's some of your bold action steps to help you lead a life uncommon. I want you to write out When you think about the five people around you, what's the common thread 
as far as your income level or their income level. Let me say that again. I want you to look at the five people around you and what's the common thread of their income level and your income level. You know, there's a saying, birds of a feather flock together. And when your peers that are just immediate peers have are earning similar incomes and you have that drive, that, that pull, that yearning for more, I want to offer to you that it's challenging to bust through that community. It's challenging to bust through that tribe, right? They, what is that? Like the, um, like the crabs in the crab pot, right? Where they're like, they're claw, they're pulling you back. It's the same thing with you go out to dinner every Friday with your girlfriends and it's every Friday it's pizza movie beer night. And you decided, you know what? I want to clean eating. But your five girlfriends are like, why aren't you coming and hanging out with us anymore? It's, it's not easy. So I want you to look at what's the common number of your five closest peers, the people, five people that you hang around with the most. And do you need to find a new group of people that are like-minded, a group of women, like the women in the 5% Club Mastermind, where we are driven to support one another and celebrate successes and financial successes and growth? That's the question. If you want to lead a life uncommon, what does that look like for you financially? What would be uncommon for you? What would move you out of the average of your five peers? It's so often that once you start doing this inner evolutionary growth work, you're going to see more and more and more how the people that you surround yourself with are such a critical factor in your own personal growth, your financial growth, your business growth, your own evolution. And the more you evolve and stay on the edge of your own evolution, and the more you grow and the more that you want more, what you might notice is how much everybody's bitching, whining, and negative. And it's like, oh, if everybody's bitching, whining, and negative, many times women will just will put a lid on their success because they have fear of being alone, right? Like if you are not going out and having beer and pizza on Friday night and you're sitting at home eating your chicken and broccoli, you might be feeling lonely and you might be pulled toward back with your friends. It's the same thing when you want to have financial abundance. There's not a lot of places in the average world where you can talk about your dreams financially. I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram or email me mary at marybicknell.com and tell me what your financial dreams are. I can barely wait. Remember, you are 100% responsible for your money goals. You can achieve them. Make the decision today to be courageous enough to lead a life uncommon. I'll see you next week. Talk to you later. Hey, thanks for listening to Lead a Life Uncommon. I am so excited and pumped out of my mind for you. My job, my goal, my mission is to help you Create the life that allows you to jump out of bed every single morning. And I know a lot of it comes from your thinking. I want to give you a little something. Head over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I want to give you the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success. 
Inside, you're going to get some ahas about what might be holding you back from creating all the financial abundance that you want. We'll talk soon. Bye now.